0: Do you know what the running man is? Do you know what an iron man is? <laughs> today we're going to find out one of the other, maybe both if we get lucky. <laughs> Today's guest is Jonathan G.
1: What's going on? What's going on? What's up, man? How you doing today? Appreciate you, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate you.
0: Of course, man. Thanks for being here. Thanks yeah. for being here. How you doing today?
1: Doing good, man. You know, excited. Happy to be here. You know, I see you doing big
0: things over there. So, I appreciate it, man. You know,
1: came by, show some love.
0: Highly appreciate it. Highly appreciate it. Got to keep the cooler with them ready. Get them ready.
2: <laughs> Instead
0: of getting up, going to the fridge, wasting time. My oh, man, preparation. And Take I got care. the rag <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I got oh, it all. Man.
0: Everything we need, I got.
2: Prepared. I
3: like that.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> so let's let's jump straight in. Yeah, what man, what, what is bad. an Iron Man? Uh,
1: so um. So let's see. So Iron Man, it kind of originated. Uh, I forget. I forget the, the the time frame and everything. So basically, it started off. You had this elite, uh, like Olympic swimmer, who was basically you know the best, the best of the best in swimming. Um, <clears throat> you had an elite bike rider, an elite cy- cyclist, uh, and a, an elite runner. So <clears throat> they were all, I guess, you know, super competitive. So they decided, you know, let's see, you know, who's I guess who's the best athlete and who can, can perf- who can uh, perform at the highest level. So they came up with this event which was the triathlon. So they said, you know, one of them was really good at swimming, one of them was really good at biking, the other one was really good at um cycling. So they said, you know what? Let's put it all together and see who can do it the best. So it's kind of like how the the triathlon was birthed. And um so Ironman is probably one of the largest and most popular uh event hosts that do these triathlon events. So um they have uh, they have two different distances. <clears throat> they have the half distance Ironman, which is about it's a one point two mile swim, fifty six mile bike ride, and a and a thirteen point one mile run. So basically, like a half marathon. <clears throat> and now the full distance, which is the one that I just completed <laughs> recently. And by the way, it's actually the longest. It's actually the longest recorded Ironman distance out of all the Ironman races in the world that they have. Not by much. Wow. Not, nah, but not, even not if it's, by, it's a centimeter, it, bro. Yeah, even nah, if it's a centimeter. Not by much, you know. But um, it's a big deal. But listen, man, I, I trained a lot for it. This is something I'm passionate about, man. I really, I really enjoyed it. But um, yeah. So the the Ironman Chattanooga is a 2.4 mile swim, and then from there you do a 116 mile bike ride, <laughs> <laughs> and then from there you run a full marathon, 26.2 miles. And you got about two transition times in between. You transition from the swim to the bike and from the bike to the run. Wow. So, <laughs> so what's
0: the transition like? You just dry off, change, and go?
1: Um, yeah, so they have, the the events are organized pretty well. You know, they have, um, you have your bags set up. So you have, like, your run bag and your bike bag, right? So you have, from the swim to the bike, you know, you have, like, your helmet, your cycling shoes, um, you know, Food, any type of snacks. I put like a sandwich in there. What what, what what was it? I I put uh what I have in there. had turkey, uh cheese, and salami. (laughs) Some of the sodium, some of the protein, some of the carbs for the bag. You know what I mean? It was very strategic. (laughs) Balance. (laughs) I like that. uh, Mayo, butter. I was going to do it, but you know, it would get soggy and all that sitting in the bag. And then it's out there in the sun. So I was like, you know, I'll just... But at that time, man, you're so hungry coming out that swim, it don't even matter, bro. A hundred percent. Yeah, but um, but yeah, you kind of get ready. Changes, you know, put on all your stuff, you dry up. And one of the main, number one things you have to put on is that chafing cream, bro. <laughs> on your, on you, your nipples? Where? Everywhere, bro. <laughs> everywhere every, something rubs. Everywhere something, bro. there where there's friction, trust me, you will suffer after that oh, race man. if you're not wearing, not, if you're not protected. Properly, so
0: so you went into this one prepared.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. this was actually my third.
0: <clears throat> oh, but but not Iron my Man, first right? full
1: Ironman, and I did two half Ironman two half distances before. I see. So, my first half distance Ironman was um in Atlantic City, actually. Oh, nice. I ended up in Atlantic City, and then uh, my second, but like,
0: but like, where is it? Is it like is it long, long distances? That's how you're doing these long runs, or is it just like a short area they keep so doing over and over?
1: Usually, they'll do like um. So for this, the one I did in uh, Tennessee, it was basically like two loops. So you go out about 11 miles, and I believe each loop was 47 or 57 miles. So you're doing like a 40 or 57 mile loop, 47, and then you come back. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then like the half distance are usually like uh, go out, do like a you know. A, Uh, One one big loop, whatever, and come back. So it kind of I think it really depends on where where exactly you're um, where the races be held at. Yeah.
0: How was how was Atlantic City? Where was it? Uh,
1: It was actually so there's a bay area where they had to swim. Um, The bike ride was down the highway. Um, You kind of went down. I said it was 56. So you actually went down. I think the loop was like maybe 15 miles or so. Then you came back, and then the run was actually nice because it was right there on the boardwalk of Atlantic City. So that's dope. So you got that's the people dope. all there cheering up there for you. I mean, which was well needed because that was my first. That was my first one. So when I, uh, <laughs> dude, <laughs> I was not prepared. You appreciate the cheers, yeah, man. The, yo, those <laughs> listen, the the supporters, the volunteers, man. They're they're amazing. You know, they keep you going because I think my first one when I hit like mile four on the run, I was bro, I was done. I couldn't, <laughs> I hit like, I had no more gas in the tank. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I still got to do like another 11 miles, 10 miles. I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to finish this race. But, but but
0: could you bring it down to a walk or you have to run?
1: You can, so there's there's uh, time cutoffs. So you could you could walk, run, but you definitely have to be mindful of where, you know what I'm saying, where um where you're at and stuff like that. So, so you
0: got the watch on and you're, and you're constantly looking at exactly, it? Exactly, yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, so, what else about this thing? I, I, I feel like it's such a big event, and I don't know anything about it. Well, what, um, el- what else do you think you can share with, with us?
1: Um, let's see, man. I think, uh, I mean, it's how, so how do you sign up? So I did my, I did my first Iron Man was, um, because they have a few different distances, right? Cheers, man! Salute. So, ah. before I actually started getting into Iron Man, I was, um. I was doing like those, like those Spartan races yeah. and tough mudders, like little obstacle yep. races. So I came back to New York, and uh, my uncle, he was actually, um, he was doing them. So I had, no, I had no idea what these triathlons were even were. So I, um, you know, I found out. I was talking to him. So my first one was actually they just had it recently in New York, uh, the New York City try. So that one's an Olympic distance. They also that was so the Olympic distance is a little bit shorter. It's <laughs> about like eight hundred meters. Um, a 25 mile bike ride and then like a six mile run, so like a 10k at the end. So that was my first actual one. And um it was dope, man. I I, I just got hooked, man. I got addicted. Yeah. After the end, bro. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, everybody <laughs> that to tell when I when I when I tell them like the distances and all that, they're like they like, hey, what's wrong with you, bro?
0: <laughs> nah, it's dope. You're putting yourself through physical things that you know you can do. Yeah, you know you could do it.
1: Yeah, so it's um that's dope. And, uh, yeah, testing so, yourself uh, So they um, Yeah so that was my first one I got hooked man I, I got addicted to it And I was like Yo, When's the next one Like, I gotta do the next one And then That's when I started investing In like you know A better bike um, Just the wetsuit You know um, Better running sneakers Better quality running sneakers You know Cause there's a lot of A lot of important like You know tools that you need To you know Complete these races also But um One of the things I love about it Is they're all over the world man You can go into like the IM Usually I, I sign up On the IMA website um and the registrations you can register for the half they so the fulls, but they have them everywhere, man. There's some I would say like bucket list races that I want to do. Um, there's one in Singapore. They have a half oh. Ironman in Singapore. That's that's been one of my like.
0: You definitely got to do it, that's that. That's one of my that's, top places to go to. That's an experience man. right there.
1: Um, they just, they just started one in Tokyo also. Oh man, that's yeah. got to be sick. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So those are, you yeah. know, because it's cool. You know, you go out there, you do the race, and then you stay for like another week and a hell half, two yeah. weeks, and you enjoy the country and stuff like that. So hell yeah. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's definitely a goal of mine to do that.
3: <clears>
0: that's dope. So so tell us about the bikes and the uh, the sneakers. What what are the differences?
1: Um, so you can do. You can do these Ironman races with a traditional um, road bike or you can do it with a tri bike. I have a tri bike. The only really big difference. um, So road bikes are actually lighter than tri bikes. Um, Tri bikes are good in the sense that they have these. So road bikes normally have like those horn handles that come down, right? And the tri bikes, there's these handles that kind of sit right in the middle. And they have like these pads for your forearms. So it's basically there for you to go like in a more aerodynamic position. <clears throat> and, um, it's good for like when you're going on flats, uh, if you're going down the hill, you know, cause some of these races have a lot of headwind. So it helps you, you know, in that sense. Um, and then running sneakers, I think it really comes down to preference. You know, um, I've tried a few different brands. I think the first, the first brand that I ran with were Brooks, those are probably like my first love when it came to uh, running sneakers. Um, now, I use, like, Saucony Kimbaras. I use um, the On the Cloud, On Running. I think their model is called Cloud Strata because they have a, a bunch of different models as well. Some are good for short distance. Some are good for long distance. So, um, yeah.
0: Very interesting <laughs> shit, man. I didn't know any of this.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. It's, it's uh, awesome. Yeah, it was, a, it was a lot of training for, you know. I started training in January, um, and I trained for about six months for this race. I've been... (coughs) Shit. Yeah. So what uh, was the training? In the gym or outside doing it? Mostly, I would say mostly outside. And then a mix of uh, doing some cross training with weights and stuff, so... They have some um, water there if you want, man. Yeah, <laughs> you can do. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you grab the beer. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> There's some water here. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you gotta hydrate, man. <laughs> um, so the training, uh, <clears throat> um, indoor, outdoor.
1: They are uh, mostly outdoor because it's bike. I do a lot of biking, running outside, mm. pools. I usually try to go to like any any gym that's got like yeah. a pool, like LA Fitness, Nordic Sports Club. Yeah. Anyone that you have any type of club, they have um pools. And then um during the summertime, up in Rye Beach, they do uh like a season, like a seasonal thing. You can go swim in the beach up there. I think it's like seventy five bucks or something like that for like three months, and you could do open water swims out there. So, <clears throat> um but yeah, that was uh another like site I would use is Training Peaks. Like you can actually buy like. Um, training programs. You kind of oh, put, shit. yeah. You can purchase training programs. I had a coach, I had a personal like triathlon coach. So um, you know, you had kind of have that one on one. You meet with them and stuff. So um, that was uh, I did that for a little bit, <clears throat> but um, but yeah, I man, it's uh, I'll tell you what though, if you're doing to do like a full, a full uh, <coughs> triathlon, a full Ironman, it's uh, it's a lot of training because uh, your weekends are pretty much shot.
0: I'm gonna say this right now. I would never. <laughs> <laughs> Just by what you yeah. said, is not my thing. <laughs> no. I'm yeah. all for the exercise. I'm all. For, I'm all for the travel. I know, I'm all for I see for you out there. Yourself, I see you out there doing your thing. <laughs> but extremes <clears throat> like that, I,
1: you know, it's not my passion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all. You know, I love like pushing the limits. You know what I mean? I love seeing like how like how far. Can I go? You know what, man? This this race tested me, bro. It really did. Like, um, <clears throat> I hit the uh, when I did the, like every. I feel like each like aspect of or each discipline of it, however you want to call it, had like its little adversity that I had to struggle through during. Like when I did the swim, I, I cramped up like twice. The first time I cramped up, there was so they usually have kayaks like safety, you know, people out of there, course. and um. So the first time I cramped up, my leg got stuck, so I couldn't kick. I'm like, I'm waving my arm. I'm like, help, help. And, uh, and they're not seeing me. So I'm like, I'm like, Graham, I'm, I'm a fucking drown out here today. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm trying to do like the doggy paddle. <laughs> I'm like trying to do the doggy paddle, but if waiting for this damn cramp to like, you know, subside. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. <laughs> I'm like, I just started. <laughs> so, uh, so um Damn. dude. So yeah, so I made it I made it through that. And then it happened again. But thankfully the second time there was this there was this lady, a girl, or whatever there that was with a kayak. So I kinda held on to it, chilled out for a little bit. Uh but the swim was beautiful, man. It was a downriver swim. Water was about like 76 degrees, so it was nice. nice. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't too bad. Um and then the bike. So during training, the mo- the furthest I've ever gone was an eighty mile training ride on the bike up there and like we did uh Brewster to Poughkeepsie and then back.
0: <clears throat> and is it also steep hills and everything? There was definitely a lot of hills on this course. Damn.
1: It was a lot of our uh, they call rolling hills. So it's just it was like this. Whatever. Oh no. Nah. <laughs> yeah. You see what I mean? That's the <laughs> stuff that turns me off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I Bro. like having more
0: fun than pain.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. It was like so I I think after I hit uh, mile like ninety-five, that's when I was like really feeling it cause you know when you're going an arrow or you're riding the bike, you know you're kind of like holding your neck up. So my neck was shot, my lower back was shot, and my hands were like raw from handing holding on to the the handlebars. Um, dude, I was in so much pain. But like mile 100, I think uh, that last like 16 miles, I was just like, yo, like I was like, yo, where? <laughs> I was like, yo, I'm never gonna finish this bike ride. Like I was like, I want it to be over, man. So you know, I, I made it to the end, Um and then. I was in my transition time, so my my family members there. You know, because you can track when you do the races. They have the Ironman tracker, so uh, my family was making fun of me because they see my transition time was like twenty minutes. They're like, yo, what were you flipping burgers in there? they <laughs> 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 like, like, you know, like, what you was cooking food over there? And the transition time, I was in there like twenty minutes, bro. I was, I was like, I need to choke for a second because it w- it was tough. And then um, then I did the run, and I was good for most of the run, but again, the run too. Hills, man, it was hills, 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 That's and crazy. It was tough, bro. And I want to say when I probably when I hit like mile twenty, was like from mile twenty to the last six miles was all like heart and will and grit to like I trained for this. This is what I'm here for, and this is this is the moment right here that like you know yeah. this is it. Like because I I hit Love I hit, hit the turning, you can't turn dude. Back. I hit the wall, bro. <laughs> I had no energy. I thought I was gonna drop, hit the pavement, dude. I was so like, I was lightheaded. I was hungry. I was thirsty. So, yeah, man. I was just like, you know what, dude? You came this Shit. far. You're only six miles away. Like, you gotta, like, you can't, you can't get pulled off the course now. Like, we gotta finish. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So, and you know, honestly, that's that's one of uh, that's one of my other favorite parts about doing these triathlons. Cause yeah, it's, I, love I me. Mean, I've always been into working out. I've always been into exercise, and I love it. Um but it's like the mental aspect of it, of it also. You that's, know what where it, that's what it is. Dude, you know, cause Cause you're, like you're, you're
0: overcoming things. You know you physically can, but you never push your body through those things. Exactly, doing And that's it's amazing. such like
1: a, a mental fortitude that you develop when you do these races because it's, you know... <clears throat> and then I take that and I translate it into like, you know, my regular day-to-day stuff. Like if I have something, you know, something comes up. Or it could be anything, you know what I mean? Any, you know, life is... Life is crazy, you know. what I mean, it throws it throws some curveballs at you, or whatever. But and then I think back to those times where, like, yo, like I thought I was gonna die. Like, I didn't think I could keep going. But you know what? Like, I kept going. I kept going. So it kind of builds that, like, you know what, it's what I'm saying? Over here. Yeah, but it really, it really shows you man, how how capable we are as people. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. And people be surprised, man. You be surprised out of, out of as like you know how far you know your body go. How far you personally can push yourself. You know. With just the right mentality, just the right drive, and all that. So it's, um, yeah, man, it's, it's
0: mindset. It. Yeah, man, mindset, mindset is, is everything.
1: It is, definitely.
0: Ronnie Notes in the building. <laughs> Yo, come happening? say hi to the camera. Oh, man. <laughs> 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 also, come say hi to the camera. Also, Jonathan. What's no, Ronnie Notes? How's everything? everything? What's going on, <laughs> everything? Very well, all right, man.
2: All right, all right. Say what up. You know Yo, what's going on, y'all? Just came through the show love real okay. quick. I ain't trying to I ain't trying to crash the session and all that. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to crash the session, but it's all good. You know what I'm saying? Just saying hi to everybody. You know, so you was doing the um I did the Iron Man, yeah. The Iron yeah, Man see, yeah. That's what's, it, that's, yeah what's that's what's up. That's what's
1: up. That's what's up. The man.
2: full one. Yeah. Congratulations, yeah, appreciate bro. You, man. Thank yeah, I know that shit was tough. Dude. Yeah, really yeah, tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's it up.
1: Pushed, yeah, it pushed every every ounce of my being, but it was good, man. Yeah, I it. yeah, yeah. That's
2: what's up. You think you want to do it again?
1: Of course, yeah. <laughs> I love it, bro. I'm yeah. tired. I am I love that I can't, yeah, man. I that's love it. That's
2: man. what's up that's what's up. got your metal and yeah, shit. I see you, man. You man. That's baby. what's up. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up, bro. That's what's up. Is that shit yeah, like taxing man. on the body like uh, crazy. Dude,
1: I would tell you this. I couldn't I could barely walk for like two days afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, but I have a. I got a video from the Airbnb when we got there. And I was literally like crawling up the, <laughs> up the yeah, stairs. Man, yeah, I was hurting, dude. It was bad, yeah. But um <clears throat> but I, I said, within like two, three days, mm-hmm. um, I was good. Like, you know, the soreness went away and stuff like that. So, um the
3: preparation is everything. That is,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. That's I'm
2: a prepared, fact. It's not kill you that
0: much.
1: Exactly. Right, right, right. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean there dude there was there was one guy, he got pulled out during the swim for a um it was called SIPE, I think, a swimming-induced pulmonary embolism. Wow, that's during the swim. They had to rush them to the emergency room and all that. That man. sounds terrible. Oh, <laughs> that yeah, man. terrible. No, people were getting pulled off the bike course for dehydration, getting disoriented, not knowing where they're at, and stuff like that. Yeah, they had to Damn. pull them off. They're like, yo, you got you to gotta get off. They're hitting, like, dangerous levels of dehydration, like, you know what I mean? So you can't, you know so throughout
2: so throughout the whole thing are you like constantly like uh replenishing like hydrating and all that yeah,
1: absolutely so um so it depends with the nutrition it's always you you practice or you train what during your training right. is what you you know what you're going to use on race day you never want to like go to the race and try some something new cuz you sweet. know then your stomach you don't know how your stomach's going to react or your body's going to react yeah 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 so um so for me first, so we have um which is pretty cool. There's a lot of stuff that I had no idea about before I before I started doing this. Um so we have, you have know, your water bottles and there's a lot of these drink mixtures you can put in. Um I use it from a company called Martin. Um, but it's like it has like calories and carbohydrates and hydration and all that. There's this one thing called like carbo carbo blast where You put like I think two like two scoops in it, and it's like the equivalent to eating a whole bowl of pasta, like as far as carbs wise. Yeah, Yeah, so that's because those stuff you need like when you do when you do these endurance ranges, which is probably one of my favorites because I don't have to watch my carbs you know what I'm saying yeah <laughs> <laughs> all you know the pasta you know? want i mean all the i mean all the rice i mean all the pasta i mean all the bread i mean yeah. especially the especially during race week i'm carb loading bro i mean yeah, i mean yeah, everything that's dope. That's so that's dope. that's one of my favorite parts about it. but um, yeah. But yeah so you have like the hydration in there which is important um you got the hydration, which is important. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah, the, so the hydration is important. You're always eating on the bike. So right. The kind of rule of thumb is on the bike is where you're eating a solid. So I usually have these little like wafers, like little protein okay. energy wafers. I was eating like two of those an hour. I must have ate like, what, like 20 of them. Appreciate you. Was this one? I probably ate like 20 of them or 24 of them. Damn. Um, I was eating, drinking, eating, drinking, eating, drinking, eating, drinking. And then on the run, you don't want to do as much solids. It's more of, a, you know, more of like gels, gel blocks, um, you know, some hydration, stuff like that. So, yeah, it's definitely, that's, that's a key. Like, if you don't. If you don't hydrate and you don't have a proper nutrition, you're you're just setting yourself up for failure. You're Not gonna make it.
0: Well, I wanted to ask. You said you cramped up during training. Yeah, yeah. I know you drink. Yeah. You yeah. think that's that has something to do with it, where it dehydrates your muscles or whatever the case?
1: <sighs> Man, I don't know, bro. To be honest, I don't. I didn't actually leading up to that race. I didn't drink. I didn't drink for like probably like three weeks. I say for that that month of because it was in September. So for the whole month of September I didn't do alcohol and I didn't drink.
0: So so what do you think is a good preparation for those cramps?
1: Um you know, I, I think I
0: think it's hydrating your muscles, right? And you know exercise what? and stretching.
1: It's cause I was I was doing yeah. all the right things before the race. You know what I mean? You just I think come race day, bro, you just never know, man. You just never know. It's cause some of these people they train, you know, they train for these races and, and they don't finish. You know what I mean? Some people don't train and then yeah. they don't finish. I think it's all and just really your body, you know. Um, <clears throat> also, too, you know, when you're swimming, if you're not breathing properly, you're not getting enough oxygen to your muscles. Uh, you start hyperventilating when you're swimming. That's true. That oxygen. could be, yeah, you know. So um, that could be, too. Sometimes, you know, the water temperature. There's a lot of different factors that kind of, like, play into that. So it's it's kind of tough. Like I said, any anything happen on race day, you know what I mean? Anything at all. Yeah. And you know it's a few things happen and sometimes you know even on the bike the the, the road is mad bumpy and stuff and you know you get a flat tire if you catch a flat tire I think if I'm not mistaken you're not allowed to get help from anybody like any of the other racers um, you have to be able to
0: do it yourself and if you can't like you're messing their time up right exactly (laughs) (laughs) exactly so yo um, notes you could you could either put the the beer in the fridge or I got a cooler here you could throw them on the ice whichever one you want which I I I, 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 on top, yeah. It won't, it won't be really submerged in the ice, but it'll be on top. i put like, let's put like two in there
2: so we have a couple extra, and then I'll put the rest in the fridge. I got a lot of cans
0: in here. I'm definitely good
2: here. Oh,
0: you good over Yeah, there? 100% good. You know what I You know, I, w- what I'm about to say goes for the uh, the, the running thing. The, I keep calling it the running, man the, the running I, man. the Iron Man. That's a dance. That's a dance. And just like the beers, the five P's. Proper preparation prevents poor performance.
1: Yeah, like come that. on, man. I like that I with like me cold to five beer. Five P's. What was it? Proper prepara- Proper preparation prevents poor performance. <laughs> Heard you, no doubt. <laughs>
0: that's what I'm talking Yo, about. That's so that, that's it. Being prepared for 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 what you're signing yourself up, mm-hmm. see yourself up yeah, for. That's what it's all about. It's I like it. drinking beer and I like podcasting at the same time, and I need cold beer. Yeah. So yeah. I got to figure it out. That's it. I got it down I to the, it. to the rag to, to wipe off <laughs> the excess ice and water. <laughs> I got it down. It's all man, about I love the comfort. the setup, setup, is dope, man. <laughs> now the next step, I just need a catheter.
1: And <laughs> 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 you good? You ain't got to move. Then I'm good. <laughs> Ready to bang, back-to-back episodes, bro. <laughs> yeah, knocking, knocking them down, yeah. Damn. That's awesome, bro. Take
0: it easy.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Talk about yo, it. Yeah, that is too funny. <laughs> yeah, yo, you're a fool for that. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Let's switch it up to
0: Latinx. Oh, boy. So I just learned this yesterday, what it really means. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know how there's Latino, mm. means a male, Yeah, Latina, mm-hmm. means a female, Latinx is all of the above.
1: So it covers
0: all LGBTQ plus everything. Covers all That's what the that. X is for. If you don't identify as O or A, you're X. Got you. Latinx.
1: That is a first, man. I've never, I've never heard 2023, baby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome uh, really necessary? I don't, you know. Zero percent necessary. Right? It's like. It's, it's, it's something people want. It's not a necessity. That's what people want. Right. It's not a necessity. Oh, man, Ridiculous. That's,
1: <clears throat> that's crazy, bro. I mean, that's. I didn't. <laughs> what can you say?
0: <laughs> what can you say, really? <laughs> is, is this country sensitive? So they're catering to anybody that, that feels offended about anything. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's see what we can do. Let's see what we can do. And there's also a gender. But let's not get this uh, podcast canceled. Let's switch the topic. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, I kind of like it here. I I kind of like (laughs) it here.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I don't know, it's a little crazy. I mean, I don't know when gender became a mentality over a biological, scientific, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Trait, but. I don't know. Very it recently, is this is, all happened. You know what I'm saying, but you know, Sad to each deal. his own, bro. You know, I never, I don't judge, like that. Yeah, I don't judge. It's just, it is. It's just
0: when they're changing Latino, Latina, yeah, like just, like, like, just, just leave, the, leave the, OGB.
1: Sometimes it was a little bit much, to be honest. A little I, you bit. Know? It's like, come on, you know. But I think I don't know. You know, I just don't. You know, I think sometimes they like to push a lot on people. You know what I mean? When it's not necessary for that, you know.
0: <clears> Hundred percent. <throat> but now let's get a little deep. Let's talk about relationships that end and how it affects the children.
1: Ah, mm. oh man. You know, I think, you know, I don't think anybody really wants to, I think in the ideal world, you know, you want to have the mother, the father, um, <clears throat> you want to have the kids, you know, obviously have both the parents. Um, that's the best th- outcome for the child. That's the most ideal. Definitely. Um I have to take a step for that. <laughs> 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 Cheers, brother. Cheers, man. <laughs> yeah, I got two daughters. Mm. Uh, so,
0: I got one. She's about to be 16 this month. How old are yours?
1: I got a five year old. She just turned five, and then a year and a half year, uh, one and a half year old. <clears throat> Haven't seen them in like a year. Almost oh like
0: my god! Over a year.
1: Huh? They're here, yeah, yeah. They actually, they didn't live too far from me, to be honest. Walk, I could have walked, walked to where they were at, but.
0: Uh, I'll play devil's yeah. advocate. Why don't, why, what's holding you back from seeing your kids? You don't want to see them? The court system, man. The court system.
1: the court system. The court system is, it's a joke, bro. You know, it's, uh, like I said, I mean, you know what, <clears throat> I won't. I definitely, you know, I want not say act like I was perfect in the relationship. Um, you know, I think I think what's important in relationships is, you know, you definitely want to make sure that, you know, you and whoever you're with, you know, you got to you got to feel the person out. Like, that's why people date. You know, what I mean, it's important to do dating. It's important to understand the ins and outs of who you are, because, you know, you don't want to you don't want to learn something when you're married or right down that point then that you don't like. And then now you're like, you know, you're like now you're stuck with this person. So excuse me. So, um, but that was, I would say that was the biggest issue with me in my situation and what happened, you know, because I had, I was going through a really tough time. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was actually already out of a relationship. Um, I had just lost my mom, unfortunately. Sorry lost for your soul, loss, bro. You know, I, you know, she had passed away, of overdose. you know, I found her at the crib and all that, so... I was going through a tough time you know what i'm saying i was going definitely through, i was going through a real dark moment and uh in that moment you know there was people out there you know god bless them for trying to console me and be there for me um you know my daughter's mother was one of them <clears throat> and you know we were talking and all that and it just kind of one thing was leading to another we'd known each other for a little while um and you know just you know she ended up getting pregnant and everything and it just you know it wasn't like i said we didn't really get a chance to date really know each other and all that and build a solid foundation you know so um but yeah so i think that was the biggest the biggest reason so that's why i definitely stress like now like when i'm dating and stuff you know what i mean like i'm not i'm making sure it's someone i could connect with on a deeper level you know, someone I can have a good conversation with, I can have fun with, and I can chill. You know, the, it's important. Those things are important to me. Um, you know, because it's like, you, you don't want to... I just hate, you know, you hear stories like some people who've been married for like years, like 20 years, and then get divorced. Like, it's like, bro, that's that's such a waste of time. That's don't.
0: a chunk of your life. Dude, 20, you know could have been doing in those 20? And those are some of the best years of your life. <laughs> Yo, that, that's what happens with, with you know, with... with, with um, kids, especially, a lot of relationships stay together because of the kids. Yeah. But if there's no kid, you know, there's yeah. not really much holding back. It's just the legal true, document after that. If you're not getting along, you're not getting along. Yeah, Unless man. there's kids involved, I understand you should sacrifice. You brought them into this world, you should sacrifice a little. Right. But if you're mm-hmm. not, if you don't have kids, yeah. you guys aren't getting along, don't waste 20 years. That's right. Yeah, that it's, ain't it.
1: It's crazy, man. You know, and it's. You know, I want I wanted it to work, you know what I mean? It definitely, but it was just tough, you know what I mean? I, I, don't, <clears throat> I don't know, but it just sucks, the court system, how it's set up. It's definitely favored towards the man, I mean, towards the female, um, towards the mother, because it was like, you know, it was just, they don't hear nothing I have to say. They did not hear me out, anything. I mean, I remember there was this one point where we were in court and, um, so they were gonna do like the supervised visits whatever you know all the allegations that was made against me and everything you know <clears throat> with no proof being brought or whatever so but um they had all these allegations that were made and um you know they uh you know they were gonna do supervised visits and i was like i bet so i had to pay like an obnoxious amount for all this it was like. The just the retainer alone for the supervised visits like fifteen hundred or something like that. Oh my god! Yeah, not to mention. So who know. are
0: you supposed to be paying for supervised visits? The person that's supervising? Yeah. The wow.
1: Some third party, that's I guess has a reputation with the courts or whatever that the courts can agree on and everything. Um, <clears throat> so then we're supposed to do that. We get to court the next hearing. They're like. Yeah, like, nah, that's that's a dub. I'm not going to do supervised visits anymore. So me, I'm I'm getting excited because I'm like, though I got to pay all this money whatever. I'm excited because I want to see my daughters. It's been forever, yo, you know what I'm saying? So And then they're like, no, like, they just shut it down. So at that point, all these court days that I've been going to have been very, like, I just had, like, zero expectations for them, you know what I'm saying? I just kind of, I gave up, not in the sense that I give up fighting for my daughters, 'cause because that will never stop. Like, I'll always, you know. I always fight for them no matter what. But um I gave up in the sense that like I gave up trying to you know, have any type of expectations or hopes through the court that, you know, it was gonna be okay or that it was gonna work out. So yeah, they uh it's not you hear like the stigma, you know what I mean? Like that the courts always favor women, but when you actually go through it, bro. It's disgusting. It's I was in shock, man. I was just, just with some of the stuff I was dealing with, I could not I could not believe it. I'm like, yo, this is this is bugged out.
0: It's and it's it's sad because it's it's the majority. I think it, could, it might be just my opinion, but majority of men ain't shit. Mm-hmm. They're not really uh, taking care of what they need to take care of to the level they're supposed to be taking care of. I think t- so. Then the good guys have to suffer. Yeah,
1: and it's <laughs> I never understood that, bro. Because it's like. You see these guys out there that are f- fucking deadbeats. They don't care about their kids. They don't wanna see the kids. I have homegirls that are all they want is for their their, their you know, their father, the children to see their kids and they don't go they don't take them to court, no child support, they don't do nothing. They just want their you know, them to be present in the kids' life and these guys are nowhere to be found. And you got the dudes that are wanna be there, wanna be involved, but somehow we get stuck with the the other, the other side of it, the other spectrum that, you know, they just want to kind of, you know, be a little bit more difficult. So, I don't.
0: It's it's a battle that you can't win as a man. Yeah, and it's it kind
1: of sad, man. I wish. It sucks. Trust me, but I was. I was like, yo, what can I do to change these laws? <laughs> like, bro, I was like, I was like, yo, what do I have to do, man? Like, I'm like, I'm like, do I need something about to, you know, you see some of those petitions going around, I'm like, yo, sign this. I was about to, it's like, father's rights or something, bro, anything, like, seriously, man. I'm like,
0: single I fathers mean, would sign it. That's it. Yeah, bro, I'm like, yo, there's got
1: to be something, or even women like, ain't sh- signing yo, it. bro. Dude, <laughs> even child support, man, is insane, dude. Like, they, bro, they don't. What I think is, honestly, like, again, I'm not against supporting your child. I think I agree with child support. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I feel like the way they calculate it is a little, you know, they could do better. Because they take it from your gross. you know what I'm saying? So it's like you're taking it before the federal government is taxing, before your state is taxing, before these people. So it's not really—in reality, it's not really you're counting the income before, you know what I mean? I, my opinion should be the net <laughs> after your tax, what you're actually taking home. That would be more reasonable, you know. what I'm saying because nobody, you know, when you're if you're counting everything before the taxes come out, like how is that even a fair? It's not you at know?
0: all. It's not. So I don't know. It's not.
1: It's um, it's a little wild, but
0: um, you know, it'll never get better for the men. It'll never get better <laughs> for the men. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the men. Yeah, I don't think so, unless. <laughs> nah, yeah, yeah. In America, no, it'll never happen. No, no. Not Other we countries, had <laughs> you already know. <laughs> yeah, you already know. Yeah. Yeah. So women don't act that loose in other countries. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs)
3: <laughs> we won't get into that <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm trying to chase the topic real quick So where were you born?
1: Uh, I was born here Actually I was born in Manhattan, Columbia Presbyterian uh.
3: yeah? yeah?
1: I was born in Columbia Presbyterian <laughs> I lived in the Bronx Probably like when I was very young um, Me and my pops and my moms, And then I uh, moved to Yonkers I would say probably like when I was like three or four years old. All right. Yeah, I went to Martin Luther King Jr. So you're youngest person. On my low Hell people. <laughs> um Yeah, man, I was I was going to elementary school over there. Um Low Hill. Yeah. <laughs> yo, that yo, that class was crazy, bro. So we were like this, what was the word they were using for? It was like um uh, I can't remember. We were actually like an experimental class for the elementary school. So it was like, it was gifted children. We had children there that were kids that were not like, you know, a little bit. Is it Montessori? No, it was, it was, how do I say it? So we had, like I said, we had the gifted children, you know, the regular, whatever. And then we had like some who were like, you know, not, you know, not like, you know, some like special needs type of situation or whatever. Um, that struggle a little bit in certain areas, whatever, some with, you know, some disabilities or something. So it was kind of like an all-inclusive class. And from what I was told, we were the first, like the first kind of class that was coming through. Yo. You were in that class. My (laughs) class picture is crazy, bro. (laughs) We got it. So so it was
0: like, it was. Yo, that was an experiment. Dude, I was a fucking experiment, bro. (laughs) We got a kid coming from a hand. Perfect. Put him in there. <laughs> <laughs> dude,
3: it was crazy. Show him in there. It's
0: he, perfect. He's not even from here. Bro, it was insane. So it was like Damn. Um, was that kindergarten? You were it like was four, kindergarten
1: five years old? to like fifth grade. We was in there. Um, same uh, class? Same. I think throwing Richard School is mostly same it was wow. the same people for the most part. They violated you. Bro, it was crazy, dude. You know
0: what's crazy with me though? You know, school 31.
1: Uh, What's that? That's over by it's Central? Is that it? C- no. It's close to Central. It's by That's Roosevelt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nope. yeah. Yo, I know exactly. We used to chill back there back in the day.
0: I opened that school, yo. Yeah? I, was, I think I went there for first grade, I think it was, or maybe it was second grade. I can't remember. No, it was first grade. Every year, they opened, like, it was only first grade when I started the school. Then when I went to second grade, now an- another first grade came in. Then I went <laughs> to the third, then another second came in. Oh, wow. I, I went up. I was the first like class to ever like go through all <laughs> grades in the in the <laughs> school thirty one in Yonkers. Yeah, crazy, it was. Um, that was kind of like an experiment if you think about it too. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. It was. It was crazy. I still t- actually we still. Um, one of my one of my good friends Shaniqua. That's I met her. Um, me and her actually go back. All the way to pre K. The artist, the artist, Qua, social
0: icon, my homie. Yo. Yeah, <laughs> love, yeah, her. yo. We, we spoke love. soon. She's gonna come back on. She, yeah, she, she, she should have came today. Yeah, that Both been y'all been. should come back, yeah, yeah, together. Yeah. let's do that.
1: She, um, yeah, I met, I met her. I know her since we was four years old. We went, we went to pre K all the way to fifth grade together in the King School. Damn. Yeah, man. So we, um, that's she was rough. there and all that. We were like, you know, we we were in that like inclusion. We actually still. She, she's, you know, she's kept up with some of like the teachers and stuff like that. Like, really? uh, yeah, some of, I think his name is Mr. Nussbaum cool dude, man. He actually, one of the best trips I think that I've ever had, I think in school period was in elementary school, fourth and fifth grade. We went to this place up in the Catskill mountain called uh, Frost Valley, and it was an overnight trip. In elementary school, I'm like yo, ain't nobody doing that, bro. Never heard that. In and the teacher was was um, was uh, um, fronting the whole bill. He paid for himself. Some Jewish dude, mad cool. He he yeah, he paid for the whole trip. His whole entire up so for all of us, bro. Yeah, it was dope, man. We did. We were walking on these little like rope bridges, cable bridges. We were doing climbing. We were you know doing campfires and all that man it was dope bro. it was such a such a good time man we had a great a great time there um What
0: was the sleeping situation Uh so
1: they Hotels? had like um no it was like uh excuse me they had a uh, it was like um
0: I don't I guess bunk maybe it was like a room?
1: cabin like bunk beds whatever situation so um um and it, was it was
0: safe there was chaperones and everything
1: Yeah they had the teachers everybody up
0: there but uh, you know we was wilding out though Nah I'm just saying <laughs> yeah. It, nah. was like, it was like a special class and then you got this rich guy taking you out in the woods <laughs> yo, no. i want to make sure you, 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 you haven't worked through that trauma yet nah,
1: no. <laughs> yo you stupid bro I know right <laughs> yo nah don't do my man, missing out sound like that alright good good I'm people. glad I'm
0: glad cause this, this podcast is about therapy bro we yeah. talk about real shit you might have not even noticed that was trauma <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: nah that um it was dope man we had a we had a great time we had a great time on that trip but um but yeah and then i went to museum middle school two times getting there yeah um, I went into a museum and then I went to G High, baby. Yeah, yeah, going. Him too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, nice, crazy, nice, Right. Yeah, man.
0: Y'all born in the same hospital and went to the same high school. What it's are the odds, world, bro. bro? Never
1: met him a day in my life. <laughs> just today. <laughs> That's sick.
0: <laughs> crazy. Yo, this world, man, this huge world yeah, is huge, but it's small. Over 8 life billion is people. Awesome, on... bro. Life is good, bro. Life is beautiful. Life is good, man. man. That's That's crazy. You got these high spirits and the courts are treating you like shit, man. That's good. You got to stay positive. You got to stay positive. I got to keep... Because a lot of people just take that negativity. They just... They they keep thinking about it all day and they just become negative all day.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, listen, bro. I'm not... Like I said, I'm not perfect by any means, man. And I struggle just like the next dude. You know, but... And, you know, I've had my moments, you know, where I'm just like... I'm in bed. I don't want to do nothing. But, like, you know... Two three days, you know, I have my moments too. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna f- act like everything is all good, and it's all perfect, and I'm chilling. You know what I mean? But I know, I know what I want out of life. You know what I mean? And and I know I've never quit. I'm not a quitter. You know what I mean? And I know who I am as a person. So you know, I just you know, I perfect. keep it, I keep it going and keep it moving yeah, man.
0: Growing up, what what was the religion in your house?
1: Um, so it wasn't. I would say. I mean, my parents would kind of take me to Catholic church. It wasn't really, so Catholic. It wasn't like um, it wasn't like a consistent thing though. No, but I mean, that young. was the religion that yeah. You yeah I grew guess up you could around. say yeah, Catholic. <laughs> um, wasn't really for me as I um got older, and I didn't. You know, because you know when you're young, you know you got to do everything your parents say and all that. So um, <clears throat> once once I got to the age where I didn't have to do that, you know, I didn't go anymore. Um, but then I did. Uh, when I moved to Florida, I did have a little, um, I went to church out there, I went to a Christian church, and, um, <clears throat> and I'll be honest, man, I don't know where your belief was and all that stuff, but, yeah, man, I went to this church, dude, and it was, uh, it was probably, like, I had a real experience, bro, I'll be honest with you. I talk was, about it, really talk about I it. I was, um... So I was, you know, I was, I was doing a lot of shit, man. I was smoking weed. I was drinking. You're about to get deep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was, um, yeah, bro. I was, uh,
0: smoking
3: weed.
0: Smoking <laughs> weed. Yo, that, that, that that's the line from Training I day. love that move, yeah. So you remember yeah, in the yeah, car? Of course.
1: I was in high school and I was, uh, so I he, was, uh, I was smoking weed. Smoking weed. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, but, <laughs> yo, don't don't come out with movie course, bro. i I've got that all day, I'm baby. The same way. Train May's <laughs> my number one
2: favorite movie in the world. Yeah.
0: Number one Love favorite that.
1: movie. You talking about Biddy Boot? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he sold yeah. drugs to yeah. kids. <laughs> Why? Because he knew my first <laughs> name? <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> oh, but please, man. Florida, let's get to it. Because <laughs> we could do this all day. Yeah, yeah. That, all that's a whole movies. other
1: podcast in the All Denzel movies. That's a whole other episode in the summer. I'm bro. with it, <laughs> I'm with it. Oh, shit. Um. But yeah, man. So I moved out. I was out there. After the military, um, I went to Florida. Was Wait, rewind.
0: <laughs> I didn't know you went to the
1: military, bro. <laughs> Jump in real quick. Brief that up. <laughs> um, t- My life is full, bro. My life has been full as of now, man. Thank God, bro. I'm appreciative. So for high him. school for and then so military? So high school, I went to the military. I went With to the U.S. Military? Navy. I was Navy? on the um, USS Enterprise, one of the most decorated ships in the military. It was actually, um, excuse me, Uh, they uh, it was a nuclear aircraft carrier. So... It was an old ship, so the guy <coughs> I can't remember his name. He invented it. He invented nuclear theory. And his theory was that a nuclear reactor could last fifty years without having to change the actual reactor itself. Mm-hmm. Sorry, so the last and, um, fifty years. So, only thing you have to do with the nuclear reactors when they come in, they change the uranium inside, right? So they have these rods. They have these like rods. <laughs> oh shit! Is that my phone? <laughs> Yo, Siri, shut up, baby. <laughs> so uh anyway, before Siri interrupted me. <laughs> Technology really <laughs> uh, bro. They listen to that everything. Is wild. <laughs> yeah. So um, so my ship proved that theory. We went 50 years. No, didn't change the reactor, just kept changing the uranium and all that. So there was so when you got a ship that capacity you're talking about like five football fields length in that flight deck like huge <clears throat> talking about a floating civilization bro like five thousand sailors on this ship I was in the um I was in an engineering the department so I worked down so we had the nuclear reactors and basically the nuclear the nuclear reactors just act like as a big boiler right they create steam and we use that steam you're talking like thousands you know nine hundred thousand the pounds of steam to turn the props on the on the on the ship the, the propellers so um you know we use the steam to turn the stir the turbine generators that basically you know give the whole entire ship electricity um you know these distilling units which make potable water the ship habitable for people to live on there to drink water take showers and all that so that's where I was down in the machinery space. It was like 125 degrees all day, every day. No so, way. Sweating there. You <laughs>
0: were in there all day? All day for
1: like our shift and I was crazy. <clears throat> and then, you know, I, um, I've um, like I said, I've always been like, you know, like the go-getter type and stuff. And I went and I was, you know, I was qualifying fast and I wasn't even. So down there it was like by qualifications, it wasn't so much by rank. So I would be like more qualified by people higher rank than me. But we're in the engineering department, it's more of, like, a grunt, like, you know, type of situation. So, like, we would have these dudes that were probably, like, two or three or four ranks higher than me come down. And, you know, I thought just because they had a higher rank, it was good. But I used to have to put these dudes in a place like, bro, like, you don't, you're not, you don't know the plan. You don't know what's up. Like, this is, you know, like, I was, I had qualified the highest, um... Uh, like, watch station, which was Cam, I was a chief auxiliary machinery operator. So I basically ran the entire machinery space. Like, you know, like, Damn. that was, that was one of like, it was a crazy experience because I've, that was the first time I was ever, that was the first time in my life that I was ever put in a position where it's like, like when shit hits the fan, you have no one to turn to. Like when you're at your job, yeah, you're the guy you got the manager, yeah. you got the supervisor. Like, when we're down that yeah, machinery yeah. space and shit went south, you're Bowser.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, way. You're the last guy. Yeah, Everybody's bro. looking at you,
1: like, dude. I'm I'm the last line of defense. It was like, and there was a few situations, you know, where you know shit happened, went down, and it's just like, I knew you'd like. Certain vow, sit down to get turned. I'm just like, yo, you do this, you do that, you do that You know, and people are like looking to you because they have, and you ain't got nobody to look to. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, so that was like, <laughs> you're the- looking
0: within. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Word, soul searching, you you like yeah, soul searching, like this is it, this is my moment, like, <laughs> <laughs> not up or shut up, you feel me? Yeah, a hundred percent. Yo, bro, that's damn. I even, it's funny you put in different perspective for me. They look at you, you. Yo, nah, I didn't even see it like that. <laughs> Yo, you stupid, bro. <laughs> so yeah, man. So that was uh, that was, but but I'm gonna tell you what the problem was. It was a gift and a curse, right? So it was a a gift and the fact that you know I felt good, like I was, you know, I was there, I was that guy. But it was the bad because like the morale was terrible, dude. Like the morale, I mean, like on my second deployment, by the second month, we already had ten dead bodies on the ship from what? people killing themselves. We had people hanging themselves. We had a hostage situation where the where some Somalian pirates took hostage of uh, these two old missionary couples. This Navy seals came in the ship. They killed they killed the whole fucking like every all the all the all the hostages. The seals went on board and killed them, bro. You saw them bringing the bodies on the ship, bullet holes in the face and all that, cleaning up blood on the peeways and all that, bro. It was like it was crazy, bro. It was wild. It was a crazy, crazy, crazy time. Um,
0: <laughs> it was,
1: but. So like this one we'll dealing with shit
0: like that. Some people can't deal Bro, with shit so like that. So this
1: one dude, he hung himself. And most of the most of the people that died was either from sleeping pills. Um uh, so they try to OD They, they od or they hung themselves. There's one dude hung himself because um they call him like the Dear John letters where basically his wife, uh, whatever girlfriend, sent him a letter while we're out to see. <clears throat> it was like, yo, I'm out, I'm leaving I'm taking the kids and I'm leaving. And the Navy don't care. The military does not care about your pre- when you sign that contract, you sign your life away. You belong, you you're a piece of property. You belong to them. It does not matter what's going on in your personal life. So she said she was leaving and he wanted he was like, Yo, I gotta go. Like my he's trying to take the kids, blah blah blah. And they're like, No, like this is where you're at. And he could not take he can't take the stress, could not take the pressure. They found him, he hung himself. Yo, and corrections,
0: <clears throat> same thing. Majority of the suicide are men. That their wives are leaving them, cheating, whatever the case. It's just their home is fucked up, and it's usually because the wife is, is putting them through the so
2: shit. I'd love to see the numbers on how often women kill themselves when the man leaves. I bet you it no. never happens. Non-existent it because it's so easy. Never happens. It never happens. I, think, a I place think that goes to show the level of men's love towards our women versus women's love towards the men. I think that's a clear indication. Of how much more we love our
1: women. Yeah, I feel like I mean I'm not no shot to the to the females out that love you yeah.
2: but I feel like
1: I feel like a lot of the man's loyalty to the woman. I feel like a lot of the love is very transactional when it comes to females. If you're not providing because it's man we have this we're known we have to be the provider that's us we're the provider we're there we gotta you know back in the hunter and gathering days we gotta you know we're out there hunting We're full, you know we're out here we're supposed to be the providers we gotta put the food on the table bring the money and do all this this and that and if you're not providing on the women's job i would say more as like the comforter the you know and the nurturer nurturer, yeah so as i'm you know if men if you're not doing that it's like, like, what are you good for? You know what I'm saying? Which, uh, to me, that's transactional because it's more to a relationship than the
0: superficial of money
1: and you know all that other stuff. So it's like, yeah, I don't know, man.
0: Yo, we should do a whole pod on the on that's the military, whole... but let's move back to yeah. Florida. Florida. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Military could go on for hours. Yo, that's for real. that's crazy. I want to hear more, but yeah. we got to get back to nah, Florida. Definitely.
3: yeah. <laughs>
1: so florida um yeah so when i was out there um my boy louis the barber shadow mouse my man he actually used to live in yonkers um him and his sister and stuff like that so he was uh he was going to church and stuff and i seen him and i was um i feel like at that point i was like yo like i wanted i wanted something different you know what i mean like i knew there was something that i wanted different and you know i was i was fucking up man i was I was young, you know what I mean? I was so young and I was like, you smoke know. Smoking weed. Smoking weed. <laughs> 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 yeah.
3: So, <laughs>
1: you know, I was,
3: just, I was
1: just wilding, bro. You know what I mean? I was, I was fucking out. And um, I knew he was going to church. <clears throat> so I said, you know what? It was a couple of times I went to get my cut and I was going to ask him a bunch of times. And one day I was just like, you know what, man? Like, what church you go to, bro? He was like, you told me whatever. And I was like, you know, I was like, you know, I kind, of want to go. Let me
0: check it out. <laughs> I kind of want to go.
1: Yeah, I was, I was Yo. on a fence.
0: I, you know, I saying, you, I did you know it. how it's hard to invite yourself to places. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what church you going to? Oh, oh, oh. Kinda wanna go to? I want to go. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, so did you see how like how positive he was living? So you want? Yeah. Like I seen you know because he was he was a a dude dude from Yonkers. He was a dude from Yonkers too. You know.
1: Um, and I was like, you know what, fuck it. So I went and bro, like. Now let me remind you, when I before I went to that church I was doing drugs, I was drinking, I was doing all that. I was like living the life of a degenerate for years, you know what I'm
0: saying? What were you doing in Florida though? From um, New York, what were you doing over there? I
1: was going to aviation school. I went there to get my A and P license to work on airplanes. So so after the,
0: the Air Force, not Air Force, it was the, the Navy. Navy, yeah. So I went to go Yeah, went to to school out
1: there. I actually did a little bit of a career change because I loved Florida, man. I fell in love with it. I didn't want to leave and a lot of the jobs doing the aviation stuff. I had to leave so I ended up working for the IBW out there the electricians union. So, excuse me. So so yeah, so I was uh I went to the church and pastor was there preaching and talking and then dude, he was just like it was a it was a Christian non-denominational church, just strictly bible whatever. But it was like it was very like how do you say it? like it was, like, really, so in in the Bible, you know, it says, you know, Jesus says, come as you are, right? So it was a very come as you are church, you know what I'm saying? It was very, like, it was people my age, too. Like, I was like, yeah, what? I'm thinking like older people, whatever. like, people my age and all that, and, like you know, early, you know, mid-20s, early 30s. Um, <clears throat> just dress regular. Nobody's dressing to the nines and mm-hmm. suits and all that, you know? And the, even the pastor, a little button-down, you know, he, I'm fitted after church and all that, but the button-down and all that, and, um you know, he was preaching and I can't really remember the message he was talking about at the time. Cause I, rem- I can't, I, all I remember is the experience that I had, but, um, he was preaching, bro. And I'm just sitting there and he was talking and it was like, I had the most crazy, like unexplainable experience. Like it was literally like something like came over me, bro. Like it just, it just came. I had literally no control, man. Like I just, I just got up, and I just started, like, praise. I'm like, yo, like, I just, I can't, I felt it. I started in my stomach, and it just, like, burst out of me. And I remember talking to this, um, I think it was a pastor's goddaughter that was sitting next to me. She was like, yo, like, it was crazy, you know, because she was, you know, there, you know, some spiritually in tune or whatever. And she was like, it was crazy because she was like, even she said, yo, I, like, felt something. Like, I felt something real quick. And she was like, as soon as I felt it, you just, boom, you jumped up. And the thing, I'm like, yo, what? And I just, I got up, bro. I couldn't contain it. I mean, yo, I can't sell. I was like, yo, I like, started chanting, like, yeah, like praise God, bro. It was, it was a crazy, bro. From that day, two years straight, I never touched a cigarette. I never touched alcohol. I never touched drugs. I went cold turkey for two years, bro. That was straight God. Never did nothing at all. Like that, didn't have a urge. Didn't have nothing. Not even for the, not even for the slightest bit. And I was like, yo, and I'm like. I was tweaking, bro. I'm like, yo, nah, this is crazy. And then I, I just fell in love with it, bro. Like the the community and all that and the church and everything. And um I was I even had the opportunity to preach at the we used to have on Friday night was youth night. So we had the young kids, like the teenagers and all that. And youth after group. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Young cause we got youth group.
0: And after um <laughs>
1: and after being in the um, whatchamacallit, after being in the the youth, you know, after being in the church for a little bit, um you know, I had the opportunity to preach and get up there and talk and all that, which was like, I'm like, yo, money. like, I'm like, yo, I'm up, here. I'm like, yo, like, who I'm are you? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. This came I'm, from Yonkers out here nah, preaching. I'm like, yo, I'm out
1: here preaching like, yo, never in a million years, bro. Like, who am I, bro? You know what I mean? But God is amazing, bro. I always, I believe, you know what I mean? I mean, I feel like everybody's got to believe in something. I don't knock nobody for their beliefs. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I love God. Like, at the end of the day, like, prayers, power, all that. That's me. And, and I, I and I say that because I experienced that from personal experience. And it was it was good. But you know, the problem that happened with that church was it was a smaller church. So and my 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 mistake was that when you go to when you go to church, especially when you're not somebody who does church like that, and you go to church, you and it's and it kind of goes back and forth, right? Because people who are in people who don't go to church and like people who are in church look at them as judgmental, but they gotta, you know, like I says, take the plank out of your own eye before you
0: start casting stones, or right. So it's like you gotta ignore people at the end of the yeah, day, yeah, right. Because if if you go by everybody's negativity, you'll be living in a little box. Exactly. You gotta you go with what? what works better for you. But
1: people who don't go to church and go to church judge the people that go to church. So Ridiculous, huh?
0: <laughs> Hell, <a> dude. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, so that's what I'm saying. So, people who who are in church want to. Some people want to in church want to judge people not in church. People not in church want to judge the people in church. So basically, it was it was a small it was a small community. Everybody knew each other, and um, you know, uh, word just got around. I started finding out things that I didn't know. Excuse me. I mean, about religion. No, about like people in the church talking oh. about me behind my back. So the thing that, so to me, it was like, like I said, this is my first real church experience. So, it turned so you my, off? My, my problem was I put everybody on the pedestal. I didn't look at them like normal people. You
0: went in there thinking you were the lowest one. Right. And then, because be, these people come here come here often. They must be living well. Right. And then when you start living better, now you start seeing clearly. Yeah. That, that's why they, they call it seeing the light or, you know, opening your eyes or, yeah. you know, waking up, being right. woke. Is when you realize what really is happening. Right. Every level, there's fake people. Mm-hmm. Every level, there's negativity. That's true. But in every level, there's also that that positive, beautiful shit. Yeah. But it's the it's, it's the minority which sucks. The minority is the one that's amazing. Everybody else is just bullshitting their way through it. Yeah. Yo, that you actually felt something, <clears throat> I've been hearing that shit my whole life. Never in my life have I met somebody. That's why <clears throat> growing up, it was impossible for me to believe. Mm-hmm. I completely shut out the idea of religion. It didn't make sense to me. It wasn't fathomable. It Mm. wasn't... I couldn't grasp it. I couldn't physically see it or understand it. So so I just disregarded religion altogether. When I'm
1: telling you, bro, I had a real experience, dog. A real, real, real experience. Like, you can't explain it. And it's like... What's saying about your story? And I tell people that don't believe in God and all that. And I say, I I don't push push my beliefs on nobody. And... and i always correct people when they try to when they ask me oh oh so you're religious nah i'm not religious i don't believe in religion because if religion is like the old testament the pharisee type shit i believe in relationship You feel me that's that's what's the most important the most important part i believe in relationship so <clears throat> i feel like until until you've had that real experience with god it's tough to you know for some people to kind of go and be in that atmosphere, be in that environment, but bro, like, like I said, and and I I went out with the pastor. I was like the pastor's right hand man, bro. We went to Guatemala twice to minister. The stuff I do, you know that in Guatemala they have the highest ratio of Christians to people who do not believe in Christ. Like seventy five percent. I don't know the statistics. Seventy five percent of the country believes in God, and like the other half doesn't. Like it's the the works and the acts of God that you see in Guatemala, I'm talking about miracles. Like the sh- bro, the stuff that I seen was like, dude, I'm like, yo, I'm like, I can't, I cannot sit here and say God is not real after seeing the stuff that I seen and experiencing that. I say I cannot, bro. I, I go to, I feel like I go straight to hell. You feel me?
0: But besides your personal experience that you felt in that church, mm-hmm. which to me is. Is verification that something is that there's a high power because <laughs> sitting next to you was the pastor's. The pastor's God, yeah. She's obviously been in the yeah. church game her whole life. Mm-hmm. For her to feel something and notice it and say something, that that's that's undeniable. But what else did you see in Guatemala,
1: dude? It was in Guatemala. In Guatemala was a lot of like deliverance, mm-hmm. like stuff going on. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people battling with certain stuff. Um. <laughs> I mean you talking about like people like God dealing with people right then and there, like bro, you talk people who like these are church people, they you know, chilling like throwing up boom, like spit, like it's just like it was like some crazy like some like type of demonic type shit going on over there. I don't know. Like I said, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on over there. It was it was wild. Um we had this one couple that came in and um Bro, like their kid, the baby, had um what do you said, my pastor had came on, he was like, yo, God is telling me that tumors and this and that is gonna be dissolved, is gonna be healed. Boom, boom, boom. Yo, this couple with a newborn baby had a tumor in their brain or something like that, bro. They went to the doctor, like I think the next week and it was gone, bro. The doctor even told him, like, I don't understand how this is not even here anymore. It was just there before, bro. It was, bro, I'm telling you, it was just, that's just like tip of the iceberg, bro. I couldn't, I couldn't imagine. I'm like, yo, what? I'm like, yo, this doesn't make no sense, bro. None of it made any sense to me. I'm like, yo, it should have been wild, bro. That's the type of (coughs) stuff
0: I see, like, in documentaries and
1: stuff. Yes, dude, it was, I seen that shit real life firsthand, man. It was crazy, bro. It was crazy. That's we, insane. We went to Texas. We ministered in Texas. Um, we went to <laughs> you, were, you were a
0: degenerate <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and now you're ministering yeah, and in Guatemala and Texas. <laughs> Listen, man. Yo, get out of here, bro.
1: Bro, if you see in the Bible, man, who Jesus called when he was walking with him and the 12 disciples, you know, yeah, tax collectors, he had older, you know what I mean? all these people who were never in a million years, you know? that's that's who you know he he ain't after the people he's not after the people who are living the righteous life, he's after th- us the degenerates. The <laughs> you feel me? You want you know what I mean? The ones that that's who he's after. You
0: know, <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to watch the bad. Yeah, souls.
1: word nah. But it was that's I said, man. It was I just I just had some crazy experiences, bro. And it was um, it was awesome. But you know, like I said, I think I had put everybody on a pedestal and that's why i ended up leaving the church because you know they were i felt you know i heard some people were i think people were jealous of me because of how close i was to the pastor and i just kept hearing that stuff and i found that stuff stuff was like confirmed and all that and it just started turning into like this gossip drama like and then it just like really turned me off and um and then I backslid man, I fell out, I became a degenerate again. No way. <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> no, nah, man. I mean I I, t- <laughs> I did yo, man. you you about a mala in seconds bro. I can come back and be a, a degenerate again. You know what it was? I felt I felt I backslid because I felt like I felt I felt let down, bro. You feel me? I felt like I was uh I felt like I was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, damn, like what the heck? I'm like, yo, if these people was in church, like whatever But you know That Yo, was again that, bro. <laughs> I, can't, I can't leave the
0: story Just twisted that yeah. way <laughs> I mean but, <laughs> but that was my fault That was my own fault well, We were preaching Guatemala And then came back And became a degenerate again <laughs> Those poor kids yeah. Were looking up to you <laughs> <laughs> Yo um, Who's the first person you think of when you think of success?
1: Uh, when I think of success, you know what? Um, <sighs> it's hard to say. Like, to me, because I feel like success looks different for everybody,
0: right? Yeah, I think for success, you, uh, 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 you know for I mean? me. <clears throat> when you look at somebody, you say that's ultimate success for you. That's what I mean. For me. Yeah. Um,
1: so there's a guy that I know. He's a close friend of the family. Um, he was, uh, my uncle trains him and stuff like that. He's a close friend of the family. Trains what? Um, he does like, uh, he trained like, he's a personal trainer for him and stuff.
0: Oh, oh, exercise. So he,
1: um, <clears throat> he was a dude that i sp you know, spoken to him and stuff like that. I lived like a crazy life. A crazy, like, wow. You know, I'm not going to get into details, but, um, he lived a wild life. And, uh, excuse me now, he's, um, he's very wealthy, he took, he took from what he did to, you know, kind of propel himself into other direction, went to college and all that, went into finance, um, and, and I see him, you know, he's, and it's not like, so to me, it's like, you know, he's, he's a wealthy dude, but, to me, the best thing, because he loves his kids, you know what I mean? He's got his family, he's got his wife, he's been with his wife since he was, like, 15 years old, like, she's been with him through all the stuff, you know what I'm saying? They have two beautiful kids and all that, and it was, like, you know, to me, it's, like, just being able to, because, yeah, he's wealthy, he has money and stuff like that, right, but it's it's not even, like, the wealth part, and it's not even, like, the money part, because it's, it's more for me of what comes with the money, you know what I mean? Like the freedom. He, he came out of the drama. Yeah, like he, came he, he came out of the he came out of the stuff like from the fucking from the Bronx. From the Bronx. Living rough. All that. You know what I mean? And he's and he's a white dude. He's a white dude. He can't <laughs> which is crazy. <laughs> which is
0: crazy. I would have never <laughs> no. guessed he was white.
1: <laughs> I swear to God he's a white dude, which is wild, cause he, he grew up in the you know what I mean but he grew up in the Bronx and all that and my uncle's um my uncle's Brother in law's mom took him in and all that, and used to basically take care of him and all that, and took him in. And you know, <coughs> um, and this dude was you know crazy and you know, wealthy now. He just you know, he's what does big he do? Cows. Work? He's in finance. Like, I still I never understand what people say when they say they're in finance.
0: They could be, um, it
1: always sounds mad sketchy, they could to be, be investing other people's money. Usually. I think that's what he does. I think he, uh, financial he, advisor, he was like a. He was working with this company, and then I know he was with IBM, like on the executive, like CEO level for a little bit. And he basically, I think he does that. He, 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 I think he goes into these businesses, finds out what's working for them, what's not working for them, helps them with their portfolio. And an advisor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so amazing. he does, he does like multi million dollar deals and all that. Like, dude, Juju oh, just sold his house for like 2.7 million or Woo. whatever. Like, nice house. Oh, man. Bro. Dude, but you know what I mean? He's, Bro, his kids his daughters you know she graduated high school she goes to sarah lawrence college right now paid you know sent her to london they stayed in like the i don't even know what the hell it was like he was showing pictures bro and it's just like i see it and i was like man like that's what i want to do for my kids like for my daughters you know what i mean like, i want to i want to be able them i want to be able to give them like that life experience you know what i mean like that's to me that's real success you know what i'm saying because it's like to be able to have the freedom that you can have, um, you know, that money gives. Because not to say that he's not a busy man, you know what I'm saying? I know he's meetings and all that, you know what I'm saying? But every, a lot of stuff is on his terms, you know what I mean? Like he's creating schedule, he's planning the meetings, he's dealing with these people, you know what I mean? So that's freedom to me, you know? It's not, I'm not at the at the mercy of an employer, you know what I'm saying? I'm not that at mercy of, of my boss telling me, oh, you got to get this done, you got to get this done, you know what I mean? Like it's all to, you know, I'm planning my own schedule, I'm doing what I have to do. You know what I mean, and you know being able to have the finances to make the people's lives around me easier and better. You know what I mean that that to me is is important, man. You know because
0: that is success, freedom to me. Freedom yeah. is the most that's, ultimate that's success. what it is, bro. Freedom you, means you could do as you what you want. But the most want.
1: valuable currency in this world is time. It is, and I've you learn that as you get older. You know what I mean because you can't get you can't get it back. Like just you know even the stuff with my kids, bro. My daughter just had her first day of school, man. And I couldn't be there. I'll never. That's the first time she will ever walk down there to go to school. And I miss that moment. You know what I mean? I miss that moment in her life. I will never get that moment back in my life. Ever. Ever. And those things, I mean, that stuff is important to me, bro. Like, those moments in life. You know what I'm saying? I will never get that opportunity ever again in life. And I'm praying I get that for my little, you know, my youngest one. She's only a year and a half. You know, she still got another... Like two, three years ago before she's like, you know, four and then she'll go into like, you know, school and all that. But, you know, to miss that for my first daughter, bro, it was it was heart wrenching. You know, it's it's depressing. You know what I mean? Like, it's, you know, it make any man want to go crazy. Any any real man that actually loves their kids and all that, you know, want to go crazy. And <clears throat> and it's things like that. You know, I just want to be there um, and be able to, to give them like the best life that I can. You know, 100 percent
0: as a kid. What did you want to be when you grew up?
1: I wanted to be a football player. My man.
0: (laughs) You did that like in high school? I played North
1: Yonkers Knights. My man. North Yonkers Knights. I started when I was like four or five years old, played flag football. I played all the way till I was in high school. I love North Youngers nice, man. That was pop morning, bro. <laughs> I played quarterback. I played wide receiver. I played running back, man. We went undefeated one year, didn't lose a game, went to the state championships, all that, bro. Was, Damn. I got the trophies and everything, man. That was a dope time. I loved playing football. But then um and then I went to middle school. Then I went to high school. I started I played freshman year high school. And then uh <laughs> then what? I got caught up. <laughs> Smoke a weed. Got...
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> Yo. Oh, oh my god. I love it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what are three things you need to be happy?
1: <laughs> three things to be happy. Um I think uh let's see that's a a good question it's a good question man three things to be happy let me a second let me uh let me ponder for a second (laughs) go
0: crazy take your time Um,
1: three things to be happy i would say um i would say mindfulness number one um i think uh gratitude number two and um for number three, I would say, uh, I would say purpose.
0: So, you know what I mean? I think. <laughs> Nobody ever, ever said those three. That's crazy. None of those. Yeah. It's usually family, money, love, peace. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Yeah, I think that's those, those, it. Those, those are deep-ass fucking thoughts. Mm-hmm. I like that. You took your time to think of those. That's awesome. Yeah,
1: you know, because it's. I read this book, and I would recommend it to anybody out there. It's called Ikigai. It's a Japanese word for happiness, right? They actually just did a documentary on Netflix about it where I was reading this book. So they have these uh, places in the in the U.S. called Blue Zones, and these are the zones where they have the happiest... And most longevity of people, of, like, human population are, right? There's one so of them in Cali, I know. There's, like, top five. Two of them are in Japan. And the other three, they're... I can't remember again. I can't remember exactly where they were. But one thing I didn't notice that all these blue zones are located by water. A hundred percent. I love water. And there's something about the water that soothes and calms and relaxes you, which is kind of bugged out. It's, it's the,
0: not bugged out because if you, if you think about it, we were born... In a sack of water. We, we, right. we, we were in our mother's sack in Ooh. liquid. So for us to, to automatically be calmed by a waterfall or crashing waves, I think that's why, that's and yeah. I think yeah. it's normal. I that's think it, we're part of Mother Nature. Mm-hmm. We're, we're all world one. So it makes sense that nature, it could be wind with leaves, it could be <clears throat> birds chirping. Usually yeah. nature brings us peace. That's yeah, true. We even
2: than that, our first existence was
0: swimming. Because we're in the sack. Oh, <laughs> our oh, first shit. experience ever oh, was yo. swimming as sperm. God yeah. damn yo. We've yeah. We've been liquid from jump, so every time we're we around always water, in that shit, yeah, oh, that's feel, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yo, that's wild. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like it. Ski, ski, Um
1: But wow. yeah, the um. But the book is dope, bro. Like, it talks about the Japanese... And do you know that the Japanese culture does not... So you know how in the English language we have the word retire or retired, which means to stop or to cease doing work, whatever. The the Japanese culture, there is no word in the culture for something that refers to ceasing work, like retired or something that English language. Because they don't believe in... <clears throat> they don't believe in stopping they don't believe in like see you know they don't believe in that like and it's not so much as that they're working but they believe in always like staying active keeping yourself busy whether it be like a project or it be like a hobby or an activity something you know that they, they believe in um in that book they talk about like the 80 percent rule when you're eating excuse me where they only eat until they're 80 percent full because when you overeat like when you eat too much and you, you're sitting there like oh stuff what happens is when you overeat your cells begin to rapidly oxidize and when your cells oxidize that causes cell like you know cell damage that leads to like dementia alzheimer's like you know longer longer like longer disease, like, disease that could come up um you know later on down the line um so they talk about that they talk about you know they talk about human interaction they talk about stimulating your mind learning new things that's there's all things on practices that they use then the ikigai that they use for longevity and they use for happiness in life so it's it's a really interesting book it's pretty dope um they said like they have it. the they have the documentary out there and it's um and it's true man a lot of stuff makes sense you know and but one of i think one of the biggest thing that fascinated me was that every one of these locations was by water hundred percent. I and saw it, that, it that Netflix sense. thing. Yeah. There's, there's, one, there's had, only one in America, and I think it was
0: yeah. it was Cali, mm-hmm. it was California. I haven't no, had, it it had a chance to see
1: it, but I saw. Like I remember streaming through. I'm like, yo, I want to like sit down and watch this. I haven't had a chance to, but yeah, it was. I it, saw was it, it was
0: amazing. But um, one of the places are in Italy. Yeah. And what's crazy is, they they look into people's diet and everything. Why right. people live long in this in this city, yeah. or town or whatever. And in Italy, they ate a lot of carbs. And we mm. know carbs being, as being a bad thing. That's not a bad but thing. But that town, it is if you just, if, if, it matters your lifestyle. In that town, they ate a lot of potatoes and pasta. Mm. It was Italy. It was crazy. OD carbs. Mm. Barely even protein. Yeah. But the entire town was hills. So to get to your house, to go to the market, a everything is physical, hills, 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 right. hills. Yeah, that makes sense. So the sense. physical exercise, yeah. people who lived over 100 years. They ate carbs all day, but they constantly had mm-hmm. to exercise. They were forced to. There's no elevators in their houses. Steps, mm-hmm. hills, exercise every single day. Whatever you want to do out of bed, you got to yeah, go yeah. up and down steps and up and down the hill. Right. So it, it's beautiful. That documentary is very, very beautiful. Yeah.
1: And it's like, you know, that. But that segment, too, that the carbs is dangerous, the carbs bad. You know, carbohydrates actually carry proteins to your muscles. Carbohydrates actually carry proteins to your nervous system, your central nervous system. I know we There's, need some, it's just not it's, overdoing yeah, it, right? And honestly, it's in moderation. And that's 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 Everything it is in moderation. That's the key word, moderation. You can do anything. You can eat the way you want to eat. You want to eat pizza, you want to have ice cream. Yo, it's fine it's okay sugar it's okay it's fine there's nothing wrong with that stuff it's just not every day exactly. three times a day. you just have to do it in moderation that's that's the biggest thing
0: that's Honestly, it that's it control everything in, moderation. in this country well not even this country in 2023 it's all about getting the best living the happiest eating the best as much as you can as fast as you can all day everything yeah. Looking the best, feeling the best, eating the best, everything the best all day, every day. That's that's not how we're supposed to be. It's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. It's uh, not how we're physically and mentally supposed to be. Yeah. Balance is everything. Balance is everything. Mm. What's the most exciting thing you did? I, I had this question on my list, and I'm going to guess, and I feel like I'm wrong because you've been through <laughs> a lot of shit, <laughs> but it felt like that church experience because that's deeper than... An amazing vacation, an amazing skydive, anything physical—that's deeper than mm-hmm. physical. So I'm just gonna assume that it—it it is what it was. But but please tell me because you you have been through so much shit.
1: <laughs> Dude, I could write a book, bro. Exactly. I could definitely write you a should. book. You should. I should. Um, you know what? Church. Obviously, it's. I feel like that's in a class of its own. Um, but the most exciting thing.
0: Because uh, when I think of excitement, I think of outer body. You're, 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 you you so you you can't even control the excitement. That sounded crazy so, that, that church thing.
1: <laughs> so, um, all right. So when I moved to Florida, I got into like the EDM scene or whatever. i went to these music festivals. And you know what? Honestly, bro, I'll tell you what. Were
0: drugs involved? Of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: you know what? I feel like. You, bro, the experiences that I've had in these EDM music festivals where they like, it's just like, bro, the music and the vibes and everybody. Was it ecstasy or Molly? <laughs> it was all the above. All right, So,
0: <laughs> you know, it's everything all together. Yeah, yeah. The experience, the music, the love, just, it's and a, the drugs. It's a
1: good experience. It's a great experience. It is. It, it is. is. And when I did EDC Las Vegas, it was probably like one of the most... Craziest times I've ever had in my life. Like it was, it was such like a you just with people who love. You know what I mean? Like everybody's like loving. Everybody's it. on like the same page. They, yeah, everybody. It's all positivity, dude. Like you could. We could like slap somebody and they don't even care, bro. It's like you bump somebody in a, f- you know what I mean? Like, it's just like. They'll appreciate the bump. They're it's fun. it's like love. It's, and it's another human. It's another soul. You know what I mean, it's just like. Where did you go?
0: Where was this in Vegas? This was in
1: uh, the Speedway that did uh, the EDC Las Vegas uh, Music Festival. Oh, my God. It was from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. in the morning. Oh, my God. Three days.
0: You need cool. Jesus.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, you know what, man? Listen, bro. <laughs> life is short dude like and i'm all about experiences i'm all about living life like i said i don't i don't judge nobody so i don't really give a fuck what nobody has to say about what i do you know what i mean because it's like at the end of the day bro like especially when you're getting older and all that man like it's like bro like like who cares man like just live your life enjoy yourself man have a good time like you know what i mean like people you know some people Hey, whatever. you know, it's, maybe they can't even have the opportunity to do the stuff that you're doing. You know what I mean? Whatever the case may be, but it's like I just I stop caring, bro. I just don't even care, man. I, and like I said, it's like with the three that have like mindfulness, gratitude, and purpose. You know what I mean? Like I wake up every day, man, and <clears throat> and I thank God. You know, and, and it's something that I've been actively practicing. You know what I mean? Because I think it's important. Because I think there's so many things that we take for granted nowadays. Um, you know, and I just you know I thank God for everything, bro you know i'm i'm grateful and you know what i'm saying and 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 i like to be mindful in the fact that like you know i feel like so many times like we get everybody gets so stressed out and everybody's so pressed because you know you're thinking of the future you're thinking of this everybody's thinking so far ahead and it's like bro like yo we could i could walk out of here and get hit by a bus right now and i you know what i mean and that you know what i'm saying like it
0: is over like and that. i'm
1: over here like I'm over here playing it for like ten years down the line. You know what I mean? I'm living my life now for ten years from now. Or stressing yesterday. Or stressing yesterday. And I get fucking you know what I mean? <laughs>
0: it's That's all it. over. Gone. All that str- stress and drama and anxiety and, and you're holding that for nothing. And
1: you're holding it for nothing. But for what? You feel me? So it's because at the moment <laughs> it feels like everything. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, you know, to me, I've been just been trying to like, yo, like just be present. Be present in the moment, like I'm present here with you, with Fran. We here in the podcast, man. You know, doing good things. You know what I mean? Like just, you know, it's it's just being in the moment. You know what I'm saying? And not not to say that, you know, looking ahead and looking in the future isn't important. Cause yeah, like you said, was preparation? What it preparation? Was it
0: the five P's? The five P's. What are they? Preparation, preparation, pre- prevents, no, proper preparation. Proper prevents prevents pre- preparation prevents poor performance.
1: There you go. Proper. Preparation prevents poor performance. So the five P's. You feel me? So it's important that you also have to have some type of preparation. You know, for what's going on, you have some type of plan, right? But one hundred percent. You have to enjoy the moment, man. You have 100%. to enjoy like what we're living in, because life is crazy, bro. New York is crazy in general. Um, people out here wilding, and it's just like yo, like I, I don't know, man, guys. Like, and as I've gotten older i'm not that old but you know what i mean <laughs> as i've gotten older bro i don't know if you notice, know but yo time is boom 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 it's like dude like i guarantee you right now in october we're gonna be christmas in no time these last three months fly by and it's like yo like, i feel like when we were younger like we had no cares in the world we had no bills we had no nothing like but now it's always, like, we're always, like, you know, trying to, like, make this, bill, do this, do that. It's, like, we have so much stuff in our plate, bro. We get so caught up in the everyday, day-to-day stuff that's, like, people just forget, like, to take a minute and just stop and enjoy, go for a walk. Like, I just, I can't, man. Like, it's, it's crazy, bro. Like, time is going by so fast, man. It's, it's going by so fast. And I just, like, I just want to make sure that I experience and I get to live every moment, it like i like i said bro from from bro, from growing up to how i grew up in my household and all that to like all the experiences that i've been through my entire life bro like i've and i've gone from the age even from the age of like 15 to like 20 bro and, and it's not bright another but i've lived probably a fuller life than most people i live up until they were 30 bro like i've i've got to experience so much and all that and it's and it's crazy bro like i I just really like. I'm grateful for it and all that. I don't know if it's a good thing. I don't know if it's a bad thing. But
0: it's a great thing. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any regrets?
1: Nah, man. I mean, honestly, if I if I could do it all over again, I wouldn't change it. You know, because it wouldn't.
0: It made you who you are today.
1: I, yeah, it made me who I am today, bro. You know, I would not. I would not change it, man. Maybe I would have went back to. North Yonkers Knights nice and scored a couple more touchdowns.
3: <laughs> <laughs> if that's all you regret, that's yeah. not bad. You know what I'm saying? Man, I, would, I would
1: have scored a couple more touchdowns or something like that, you know? Caught a couple more passes or something. You know what I mean? Like, those are fun <laughs> times. I enjoy doing that. But, yeah, man, like, I, man, I wouldn't take it back, bro. Because for what? Bad. Not bad at for all. For what? You yeah, know what you can, yeah,
0: it made you who you are today. Yeah. 100% it made you who you are today. Yeah. What are your overall life goals?
1: Overall life goals. Um,. I would say um you know now being a father man my kids is number 1 you know I just hope I just hope that I'm able to put myself in a position that I can be able to give them everything that I want to give them you know what I mean that's like goal number 1 you know what I mean I want to be able to give them the best the absolute best that I can give them um and you know just continuing to enjoy life man i want to be able to experience um different cultures you know thankfully you know i was in the military i got to go to dubai i went to bahrain i went to turkey i went to portugal so i got to travel the world a little bit i went to do guatemala and you know what and it's you know what's (laughs) you know what's the crazy part that's like yo like i don't what i and you meet you meet some people from here in new york <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you meet this in guatemala it was crazy <laughs> you meet uh you meet some people here man in new york and it's like new york is everything like nah fuck that i'm from new york like it's the best city in the world like this is where i'm from you know what i mean and they don't ever like get to travel outside of the country and experience other things but which is so sad to me yo it's so sad, it's so sad to me. Like, I'm like, yo, like, come on, bro. Like, you have to like when you get to experience new cultures and other traditions and all that. It's like a whole. <laughs> a whole yo, people don't leave home and talk shit about the whole world. Yeah, <laughs> bro. It's crazy. They're like, yo, New York. I bleed blue, like yo. It's you love New York because it's all you know. You, yeah. can, you can only love what you know. <laughs> then yo, fuck out of here. Like I'm like I'm like yo, nah, come on, yo, listen, bro. Going to these other countries, honestly, like sometimes, bro, I love some of these other countries more than United States. Like it's too like, sadly, sadly, yeah. And but you know, I guarantee. There's we, you know we have a lot of freedoms and a lot of people don't understand that because there's places, there's countries over there that you'll be, yo, you can try to go to another country. That's like an Islamic country and go try to, Go try to practice Catholicism or go try to practice Christianity. you get body right there in the streets. Either body or jail time. Exactly. Even you get the to the jail. The same page. Go try to be a gay or a lesbian in another country. you get body right there in the streets. You know what I'm jail saying? Jail or body. I'm but spy. people want to act, you know what I mean? But they want to talk crap about the United States. But they want to talk about freedom. We got, people don't understand and take for granted what we have here as U.S. citizens um, You know that do not travel. They said they don't travel. They don't see. They probably don't read. They don't look into the stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because it's... But we have it good, man. Like, yeah, you know, we're going through our stuff, whatever, you know, and it's just like any other, and it's because I feel like we've taken on a lot of the load with the immigration and all that, you know what I mean? Or even the economy, all that stuff has been messed up. But, you know, all in all, we have a, a lot better than a lot of other countries. But what I do love about going and visiting other countries is the cultures, the traditions, the food, you know, all that, man. It's just cool to, to see and visit these other places, you know what I mean? It's and that's that's what i want to do man i want to i want to travel like i would say like my top like my top five um definitely tokyo i love anime i love anime i'm a big anime person man i love it um and tokyo in general i just want to go to japan um Singapore. you know Singapore has the only michelin star street food nowhere else in the world i know you know i know come on bro
0: Come on, bro. Talk about it. You know what's insane? I don't know if you know. You know why it's called Michelin Star? No. Nah. The tire brand. They created a, the whole idea just makes. so people could drive more and waste tires. Nah. Go, go try that restaurant. Go try that. Go, go, go try that. Go try that. Nah, the way it started, it's true.
2: I use that ass. The way it started was so like back in the day of the maps. The first maps, like the first actual maps, was was Mich- was called like Michelin, like in the Michelin book. Right, right. So what happened was when you would drive to places you would want to go eat somewhere. So they would have like the restaurants for where you should eat at these different places. But then it started to evolve with like, oh no, these restaurants are better than these restaurants. And then it started to evolve more and more and more. Wow. So it was tied into the tires, right? Because like driving to go to, from town to town, but also with, with this book that would show you like which restaurants and like what lodging to go to and all that mm. kind of shit. So that was the first Michelin ratings or whatever. Like, oh no, nah, you should go here oh, instead of here. Wow. And then it evolved over time.
1: Man, I, you know, I Actually, Great. I always wonder what the, the Michelin star Because there's a Michelin one, two, three star Whatever, Um, obviously Gordon Ramsay That's my guy, man I watch all Gordon Ramsay stuff Hell's Kitchen Yeah, he's good Master Chef, all that You tried his food? His restaurants? Bro, my favorite restaurant ever Dude, I went I to it Gordon Ramsay I went to the Beef Wellington Beef Wellington Dude, I went to Gordon Ramsay Steak in Harris in Atlantic City for my birthday. Oh my god. How
0: you feel about the beef wellington that he made? Quality, quality. Delicious, bro.
1: Quality. They come out with the rack of meat too. They bring they roll it out right in there, I see a table. I'm like, "Man, I already know what I want. I want the <laughs> I want the beef wellington. That's it." Even bro, everything to the appetizers, though. Bro, I didn't even know what the fuck a puree was until I went to that <laughs> restaurant. Dude, like I don't eat like that, you feel me? But I was like, yo, I want to treat myself, whatever. Like, bro, everything was amazing. at like beef wellington, the appetizers, the this and that, the size. The, everything was immaculate, bro. Amazing, bro. To this day, my, face, my favorite restaurant. Amazing, yo. It's definitely, like, if you want to go treat yourself and you want to have a great experience and you want to have some really great food, you know, bro.
0: Ramsey's name on it is official. Yeah. This conversation could go on for 72 hours. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta end it. Yeah. Give them any advice you want to give them, how people can find you, anything you got going on.
1: Listen, yeah. man. My Instagram is Jonathan underscore G underscore 914. Listen, I'm all about living life. If you want to learn about Iron Man's, what it takes to become an Iron Man, it's an amazing process. You know, you can start off small, work your way up. Um, like I said, I got hooked, I got addicted to it. Even if you want to, you know, get into running and all that, I'm about to start a running group um, to get people to do do the New York City Marathon because to me, that's one hands down one of the best races. You want to talk about a block party for 26 miles? New York City Marathon is where it's at. So yeah, man, I'm just I'm excited. Um, you know, I'm just you know I'm gonna keep moving, keep for Just you know, love life. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep pushing. Remember that you can do whatever that you want to do. I know I know it's like a, such a, uh, a thing that everybody say. Cliché. Like, cliché, oh, you yeah. It's such a cliché that people say, but I'm going to tell you from me personally, yo, like from my perspective, that you can do anything. Clichés are real. Yes, you can all do those, anything. All those phrases are real. You could do anything that you put your mind to. Yo, I just did 144.6 miles, 15 hours, 20 minutes Yo, it was the most craziest, most excruciating thing ever. But I'm telling you, like, and that's not even you know, like I said, anything. You put your mind to, you can do it. So
0: it's yeah. you put your mind to anything, you can do it. That's it. Create that's a goal. My biggest, Figure out what you want to do. Create message, a goal. You know? Work towards that goal. You can achieve that and goal 100. Believe in yourself. You can do it. Thank you very much for watching. Peace, Peace and love.